Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we are going over to the Anxiety subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and get some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So today, we, uh, as I said, we are going over to the Anxiety subreddit. And uh, I think it's always important to kind of come back to anxiety because I think, uh, at least from what I've seen uh, in the newer generations, it seems like there's been an uptick in anxiety. I, you know, obviously with the pandemic, that adds a lot to anxiety with the, um, I, I don't know exactly how to say this, but with the invention of the internet and how everything is like right in our face all the time that causes anxiety um and and this kind of goes to the question i'd like to ask you guys because i feel like i'm coming to this conclusion right now which is um is ignorance bliss is that the right way to approach this because if you think about it right um i was talking to my mom about this i i think i was talking to her i was talking to, to, to somebody that was older and you know she was me- i'm pretty sure it was my mom she was mentioning how you know Vietnam. All of a sudden, the war was in your in in your living room, right? Uh, and how everything was stream stream. Sorry, I would have, <laughs> that's not how it was last back then. But yeah, it was it, it was uh, you know it was it was uh, broadcasted on there. All of a sudden, all this stuff just came to your living room, and now everything's in your living room, right? Like I'm talking to you guys in my in my bedroom, right? So so many things come back. Uh, to us here. So, you know, just on this laptop alone that I'm using, I could go to anything, like thing, places where I'm not supposed to be, those types of things. And, you know, I'm sho- you know, shoved into my face are, are articles about, you know, this, this person killing this person who I'll never meet in my life. But, you know, it's there. And, uh, when I'm on YouTube, there's going like, you know, and it, it, to, to even, you know, compare my videos, right? Like if you're watching a video from me, you probably never even thought about anorexia being a terminal illness and all this other stuff. Like you never even thought about that, that whole discussion, right? And now it's just front and center. And so you're getting bombarded left and right now. And I'm trying to think about how that affects, you know, younger people, right? Like how how, it, how it's affecting the the new generation because, you know, I can see the, I, uh, sorry, I can see how that would negatively affect somebody if they're just getting fed this information all of the time, all of the time. And, you know, they can't seem to, to, to relax at all because it always seems like there's something happening, right? There's always going to be news, you know, there, there's always going to be news. So it's difficult to, to deal with that. So I just wanted to pro- propose that question to you guys or pose that question to you guys. Uh, and with that being said, let's go straight into the first post. Um, I got I got really stressed out and started ugly crying in front of loads of people at college. Yeah, you know, I I hate that that term ugly crying because that's exactly what I I do when I'm when I <laughs> when I cry because and you know I'm wondering if 
ugly crying comes when you're trying not to cry. Like you're trying to force yourself not to, sorry, this is a weird tangent I've got on, but uh, I wonder if it's like the, the, the tension between you trying not to cry and you crying, you know, because <laughs> I feel like that's what it is with me. So when I start crying, like, I'm just like, no, hold it in. But then like, it's already out. So it's, <laughs> it looks kind of like strained. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people are just natural ugly criers. I don't know. Uh, so it says, I thought I lost my student ID card. It was in my phone case the whole time. So I was really stressed out and crying. I overreact overreacted so badly. I had to buy a new one. I needed to, to be able to get into the building. I think today was the most stressful day of my life. Is it pathetic for adults to cry like that? I'm 17. I'm so embarrassed. You know, when you can't stop yourself from crying, no matter what that happens to me, <laughs> that happened to me, but uh, I overreacted. Yeah. And I think it's always important to assess the situation like when you get into a situation like that you really have to ask yourself well all right what am i what is the benefit of stressing out over it i think that's something that a lot of us don't tend to do we just tend to go to our immediate fight or flight response instead of asking a very practical question which is what does this what does stressing out about this do for my situation that's usually what I will do in, in most of those situations is now I've gotten to the point where it's become reflexive. Uh, it's become a reflex to me. Yeah, it's become reflexive uh, to assess the situation and ask myself, what does stressing out do for the situation? It typically will do nothing. Like I, I'd say 90% of the time, it probably won't do anything. The only reason why I leave it at 90 is because 10% of the time, right, if you're really in danger, that stress, that adrenaline could be good for getting out of a situation, giving you extra strength when you need it, right? Um, there's always that uh, that uh, story about, uh, I don't know how true this is, but, you know, it's just the idea of it, right? Like a mother who her, her, her baby or something like that is under a car, so she just picks up the car because of the adrenaline rush, Um you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff, right? Like, so it can be beneficial for you, but if you're, if, if it's just all going into an, an ID card, right? I think that's the important thing to get over. And also remember it was in, it was in the phone case the whole time. So that's why it's important to assess the situation, ask yourself, well, where did I, could I have put it somewhere? What, what could have happened? Um, I think it's important to ask yourself, um, you know, to ask yourself questions instead of simply going to the um, the fight or flight response. And, and sure, you're going to feel that fight or flight response. But in the middle of it, you have to ask yourself, what is this doing for my for, for the end goal, right? Um, I do this a lot whenever I'm given like weird job, like, you know, over at my church, like sometimes I'll be given like a job. I'm like, what in the world? Why am I doing this? Why? You know, instead of asking myself all these stupid questions, I have nothing to do with what's going on. I have to ask myself, well, what am I going to do next, right? All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this, right? And listen, it's not going to work perfectly, right? Like a plan on the spot is probably not going to be like the the best thing for you, like, you know, as opposed to a plan that has, you know, hours and hours or whatever of um, of uh, plan time. But, uh, you know, it's better than nothing. It's better than getting stressed out. So I, th I would just say that, right? slowly start to program yourself to assess the situation before you freak out, before you have that anxiety. Uh, next post here, anxiety and work. Does anybody find that working all the time makes your anxiety much worse? 
Like you can never really relax because you worry about your job a lot of the time. Yeah. I used to feel about like this a lot. Um, I've gotten a lot. Um, I've become a lot more attuned to this job that I'm at. Um, it's very, it's not very stressful. Um, luckily, but when I was working retail, I felt like I was always pretty, you know, uh, not always stressed, but to a, to a certain degree, I was stressed. Like I'd come back, I'd be like, oh no, there's this stuff or, oh no, there's this stuff. And to be fair, that's, I think that was a big part of me turning to drugs because I needed to relax and I just couldn't. And so, um, that's why I found a job that was more in my comfort zone. So, um, now we always talk about, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to something that you're doing eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, I think you should be looking for something that's a little bit more natural to you. Maybe it, it doesn't need to be forced as much, unless of course you're looking for a pay raise or like a, a bigger pay, right? Like you're obviously you're going to, you're going to go out of your comfort zone a little bit, but that's according to the pay. Right. Um, but for me, you know, I found warehouse work. I, I find that very, uh, I, f I find that uh, um, fulfilling. I find it, and I, you know, I don't have to deal with a bunch of customers all at once, those types of things. So uh, I'm mostly only dealing with other employees that have, that are in a similar line of work. So it's a lot easier than dealing with somebody who doesn't understand the job, right? Like if you're a, a server and you're dealing with somebody who's just yelling at you, despite the fact, uh, or sorry, despite the fact that there are other factors at play, well, you know, it, it can be very stressful, right? So all you servers out there, all you waiters out there, my heart goes out to you. Uh, you do a great job, uh, except when you don't. No, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this, I would just say to whoever is, you know, writing this, um, to find a job more in line with your, own uh your own natural personality right because there are some bubbly people that are very very good at talking to people so that might be where they need to be right um i'm okay at talking to people but i don't like to do it all the time it's just not my thing so um i can talk to you for a little burst and then i'm like all right let's get, you know time to deal time to go by myself for like an hour and just not deal with anybody <laughs> um but yeah, and, and and sure, I mean, working a bunch of hours, right? Like, can get it to the point where you're never, where where you almost never get out of that, re or you never get into that rest zone, right? Like, I know uh, there was this manager that I used to work with, who would just like he would work all night, and then he would sleep in his car, and then come back at night and work again. It, it was it was really weird. Like, it was I mean, it really, it was uh, one of those things where you're like, ah, dude, this is this is not good for this dude. Like, this guy's gonna die young. So you want to try, I'm not saying you have to have a work and life balance. Um, I, I'm just trying to say that it's probably better to figure out that work life balance and to figure out what you're willing to sacrifice, what you don't want to sacrifice in either one, in either one, right? For me, I'm not willing to sacrifice my spiritual life. So I had to find a job with a very strict schedule. Luckily, my job doesn't offer overtime. I'm like, perfect. My job is is the same time every Monday through Friday, perfect week. Uh, Sundays off, Saturdays off, perfect. So that's what I found. So yeah, try and be a little bit more discerning in what you're trying to find. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm obviously we're all dealing with different financial situations. So if that isn't you, then you have to kind of uh, you don't have as many liberties as somebody like me, right? So once again, assess the situation and figure out what you're willing to give up, what you're willing to um forsake and what you're willing what you're not willing to give up so uh prioritize things you know what, what is your priority your kids or your work that's a good question 
right? So anyway, uh, does anyone else make up fake worlds in their heads where you are happy? I'm lonely. I feel bad anxiety over everything. And I'm scared to open up. I'm In 2020, I made up a world in my head. I have three friends, a brother, a dad. I don't hate my body. I just wish it was real. So this goes back to, I think I talked about this before. I don't remember which uh, podcast it was. But I was talking about this idea of fantasizing. Oh, man, that'd be a great video to do. Oh, well, maybe, maybe something to do for this week. Um, but yeah, when you fantasize about you know, uh, like this world, listen, I've done it. That, that was one of the reasons why I used to, so I would get home from school and I would walk, I would literally walk for, uh, geez, maybe like three or four hours. It seemed like I walked for a long time and it, it, sure it was good for me cardiovascularly, right? You could say that, but at the same time, it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything other than just thinking about this world in my head that wasn't real and kind of imagining myself in my favorite anime, imagining myself in certain scenarios. And after a while, it can get very dangerous because you start to, uh, you start to look at this world as a burden to that other one. You know what I mean? So um, instead of that fantasy world being the, the burden to this one, you're thinking about it the opposite way. You're thinking of reality as being burdensome to your fantasy which is all bad you know i've been there i've i've had hallucinations i'm not saying that you would have hallucinations but you want to be careful especially if you're not getting enough sleep um the only way to, to really break this is to and i know i've said this before i think I've, i was wrong in the past i i've i've started to realize that i have a lot more control over my thoughts than i than i thought i did but usually what i'll do is i i typically will will pray about it but uh, something practical you can do is to like literally say stop whenever you are um, spiraling into that other world. So, um, or you don't have to say it out loud, but I, th I find it a little bit better. Like if I'm by myself, just to say stop. Or um, if you are around people, obviously you don't want to do that. So, you know, just doing a really big, loud stop in your head to kind of derail it and to so in other words interrupting it don't let yourself build further and further into this world uh so that you can get lost in it you want to stop it before it gets any any further than where it is right now uh that's usually how i am able to pull myself out of these worlds um once again i am a big fantasizer i love to just think of different things and all that kind of stuff but it can be detrimental to the here and the now right um you know, if you're not present for the here and the now, how are you going to react? How are you going to um, be beneficial in this moment if you're just thinking, if you're just fantasizing about other things? So, um, you know, that's why I would just say be very careful, because once again, uh, you can be very disillusioned with reality if you're only spending all your time in fantasy land. So either way, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that podcast. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, there will also be a link to the anxiety subreddit in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.